1: wrong with a nipple bottle? That's the question we're going to answer tonight on this episode of Aussie Tech Eds and more. So welcome. Another episode, eh? another week and another jumping into the land of tech to find out all the answers to all the questions you've never wondered. Excellent. Excellent. We're brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au and you can find us exactly at that address and you will find nice little shared hosting servers and enough to... Um, Pump up any web page to the to the highest of heights. With and, the
0: wonderful C-Panel.
1: Oh, the C-Panel's great. Yes, it's nice and easy. Don't worry about that other Plesk thing. Uh, we've, we're C-Panel all the way. And also uh, brought to you by Scope Education, or ScopeITeducation.com.au. Sure it is. And uh, I'll uh, have a little, little yak about that later on. You would have remembered Frank from last week. He uh, came on and, and spoke about it. Well, I'm just going to remind you about it in a, in, a, in a little while. All right. So what's been going on? Let's move. Who's first? Warlock. What's going on? Hello. Welcome oh, back. <laughs> Do
0: you remember me? I was here a while ago, just for a you little were. bit. <laughs> yes. How you been? Not too bad. Not too bad. I've got too many um, late night shifts and afternoon, evening shifts and stuff like this. So I haven't been mm. able to make it as much as I'd like to, but... I managed to scam something this week, so it's doing all right. Next week, though, I think I'm uh, going to be having the same problem again because I'll be doing nights. So
1: right, do they? Um, how do you go? Like, is it the longer you're there, the 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 more you can say say no to these night shifts, or do they, is everyone just take it all the other way around because
0: they know that you're um, capable of handling working right. on <laughs> your own, and you can fix up problems and uh, solve mm. issues. They're yep. like, okay, you can do nights and you can do the late evening shifts and weekends and the people who are not quite so good can do the nine to five weeks. So right, you sort of screw right. yourself by being, by being good at your job.
1: Yes. Now do you uh do you take phone calls or you just uh take yes. it? Yep. yeah? Okay. Take phone
0: calls, fix problems. Right. Charge the customers, um log on to Linux boxes and find out how they screwed up their dot H T access and blocked right. everyone from the site and Right, Watch them get their WordPress hack because it's version (laughs) 3.2.
1: Right. And um, yes, okay, so that sounds interesting. So is there like – do a lot of people ring you up? Like it's obviously to have someone manning the phones all night, there's obviously people ringing. Is it slow? Uh, Probably slower than the day. But uh, do you get under pressure of a night? No, not really
0: under pressure unless there's some big problem which rarely happens, you know. Um, A lot of it is – we have some people who might have a VPS and they'll ring up in the middle of the night because they have some big um, website on there that's running full stack on the VPS and right. need something fixed up because it's getting a bit too much. Or um, We do a lot of the um, billing and payments overnight for direct deposits and pays and things. Oh yeah,
1: the way. Excellent. Excellent. All right. And uh, William, he's back. How you doing, Will? Yes, sir. How you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. What have you been up to haircut, Will, this week?
2: Yeah, I literally just walked to hey, the door Sean. and then, and then sends, uh Glenn sends me a message going, Are "You want tonight? I'm like, uh, "Is it that time already?" <laughs> oh, it's late so, night shopping. So, yes, hey? So you get haircuts down at late night barbers. Well, the the chick we used to go to when we we're living at Kamira, uh, they called she's called Nuts Cuts. Uh, oh, really? Her her place. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds <Nice>. painful. <laughs> and and U T Z. And and. Um, Oh, she. We still go to her because she's the best. The best we found. It's on every three months we go there, and she's open late nights, Thursday night. So yeah, it's uh, it's good because on the way home I don't get home till you know six o'clock and stuff. So by the time we get home, picks on up and go back there. It's six thirty, and yeah. Does she
1: do the cup and cough? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now. Yes, no,
2: speaking. That, that's a difference. Is on one
0: I, I uh, posted a picture of the other day to Facebook? You get a yes, ask you and that. a free beer for twenty five bucks. Yeah, that was pretty. I'm cool. going there from now on. To get a beer. <laughs> Jeez, that's nice. I
1: wonder how long that's going to last before he, he before he gets shut down by a dude. Yeah, not, not, probably doesn't like <laughs> a liquor license. <laughs> now well, the J- last
0: the last one I went to, they just gave you a bottle of water. I'm like, what the heck? Mm.
1: Yeah, beer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next time Jace goes in there, he'll the guy goes, "Oh, <laughs> there's no more beer." Someone, some idiot posted it on Facebook. <laughs> They blabbed about it. <laughs> the secret's out. <laughs> that's it. All right, so that's not bad. Was it twenty five bucks? Jace? Jase Hair, haircut, yep. beer, and a haircut scalp, and scalp beer. massage. Nice that's work. Perfect. Nice work. All right, let's uh, let's get cracking, eh? Let's. Where am I going to start? Oh, look, let's start <laughs> off with an email. It's got an email or a Facebook uh, question through the week, uh, sent straight to facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech heads, And it's from Daniel. Now, we bring this up because... Well, it's
2: not really an email if it went to Facebook, is it?
1: It is. It was mail <laughs> that was delivered <laughs> it's electronically. Like that, isn't yeah. So, now, from Daniel. Now, now Warlock tells me he's done what Daniel has been asking. So I'll, I'll read in part. Uh, I'll start by saying, keep up the good work. Oh, blah." blah. you know, you don't have to. You can say, so, so, "You guys are Thanks. so good. You're the legend. Oh, you know, stop it. Best now, show ever, <laughs> number one hit on YouTube. What happened? We're number one hit on YouTube, right? Yeah, all that sort of stuff, yeah. <laughs> now, look, he, he goes through all the stuff. He loves us stuff enough, and then he goes, oh, I need some help. Oh, yes, he comes the rub. He's yeah. the rub. Now, he has a... How much does he want? I've <laughs> got rub. a flavor. He's got uh, an old... Three, what's a 3M old? A three-month-old. Three-month-old. Three-month-old XPS Dell desktop running Windows 8.1. Wife uses it for home accounting business. However, I've come up against a problem. She's a prospective customer who runs with the Mac accounting software that won't communicate with Windows. Oh. Therefore, I'm looking for information on running Mac OS on either... Mac OS on Windows, either via dual boot or virtual machine. I've tried VMware Player and also VirtualBox software, but I've had issues downloading a Legit copy of Mac OS, yes. We probably got to go and uh burn a CD off someone. I've tried torrent copy, yeah, blah 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 blah. Okay, now I reckon the thought came to my mind that he'd probably have to go in and make a Hackintosh. and Jace goes, He's done one of those. What can you tell us about making Macintosh's uh, Mac OS X work on PCs, Jace? Well,
0: that's the thing. Um, the good thing about the Dells is they tend to often have the same type of motherboard as the um. Macintosh uh, desktop computers. So they can be quite compatible. Um, just check that the the, um, the yeah. graphics, the CPU and the chipset on there are compatible with the Mac. You can find it on uh, Mac websites that are all about Hackintosh. I went there and found a lot of information and I just bought a cheap PC that had been cleared out from a friend's company, it was like 50 bucks for a Dell desktop. And it was a tower, and um, the Mac OS X just ran beautifully on that. There was a problem originally because the, um, there wasn't any drivers for um, NVIDIA cards, but people were making their own drivers because uh, the problem with NVIDIA is they've never wanted to release their uh, driver information or create drivers for Linux or anything like that, so it's been difficult to create one that works properly, but uh, AMD was always really good. And uh, also the Intel built-in uh, graphics cards that nobody, of course, would use in their right mind, would they, Glenn? And, um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's a graphics card? Nothing. <laughs> Who cares? So,
0: yeah, it's, the, the Dells tend to be quite good because they use similar components to the Macintosh, so that a lot of them can be uh, compatible straight out of the box. So I would say try a dual boot if you can. Um, VMware might have a bit of a problem depending on compatibility but um, if it is compatible, running everything bare metal is always best for any OS if you can do it. I always prefer to do a dual boot. I've done that on my um, MacBook Pro Mm. I'll use Boot Camp on there and dual boot into Windows on that one and um, it's always a lot better than trying to emulate stuff because you know you've got an OS on an OS and it's emulating and it's a bit slower. Mm. So if you can dual boot it and see if that'll go, but go to the um, Mac OS X 86 Hackintosh forums and just type in the model of your. Dell XPS computer and see what uh, people have had, what luck they've had there. They might even have clues and say, well, it works in this situation, but you might need this particular driver to download afterwards to run your graphics chip or something like that.
1: Yeah, excellent. So, uh, look, I don't suppose, look, you're not going to put Mac OS X on there and start running (coughs) everything under the sun. Just wants to put on a little uh, accounting software. But also, I can't see a problem. Well, if you went to go and buy Mac OS X, it's only like 30 bucks anyway, isn't it? And yeah. and with that you get what five licenses, so Something like that, yeah. yeah yeah so like you why would you even bother going to get a, a dodgy copy? Just go and buy it. Uh, oh no, I don't know if you can now. Actually, can you? It's all downloadable now. All downloadable, yeah. Yeah, so well you have to get you have to find someone with a Mac and they'll download your copy. Just tell them, give them a you know a couple of beers for a say that takes care of the license, and you'd be right. Um, I'm sure that's how <laughs> Apple works. <laughs> yes, couple of beers, couple of ciders, eh? Apple cider. Couple of a's. <laughs> Beautiful, mate. Beautiful. So, look, that sounds like it might be the way to go. I think. Look, I've looked at. I've got a version of VMware going here. It's uh, what ESXi 5.5, and yes, Mac OS X is in the supported list. Uh, I've tried to get that going but only real quickly and I got up to a certain stage, it didn't go any further but it, look, it all depends on hardware with those VM machines but as Warlock says, just take a, uh, take, go to that forum and have a look for your machine and uh, try that that's probably the best thing you can do and if not, just get a copy of it from your mate or somewhere and just, just push it on, just scrunch it on just do as best you can, see how it goes all right, good stuff. I hope you wish you luck and uh, let us know how you go. If you if you have some, some success.
0: Yep, check out um, osx86project.org and insanelymac.com. Both of those are very good.
1: Now, something I've come across this week that I thought I'll look I'll, I'll uh, you know, impart my uh, knowledge is uh, I was sitting down and I had a couple of websites and that and I was I was looking at, and I thought, oh, look, I'm getting confused. You know, I've got website A, website B, website C, and, uh, like, I was trying to... uh Oh, but yeah, so similar to Jace, you know, someone had an issue with something or other on three different ones, and I'm trying to work out of three different ones, and uh, and I thought, oh, you know, I had I had Firefox with one, you know, Chrome with another, <laughs> and IE with another. So because I thought I'm going to cross cross pollinate here and something. And in the future, happen.
0: you'll be able to have to test Spartan as well, which is the new browser from Microsoft.
1: Yeah, well, as soon as Spartan comes out, I'm dumping IE straight away, like a... <laughs> Like a sack of spuds, (laughs) like a school case, it's
2: dumped. But anyway, this is
0: Spartan,
2: (laughs) and don't forget you got Canary as well, which is the 64-bit version of Chrome. Oh yeah, I run that. That's great.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, uh, I found this thing. I said, wouldn't it be nice if you could have like just different desktops? You know, so you could just go get move one away, come on and yeah, different desktops. Oh, I found it. It's called Dexpot. D E X P O T. I have to run that.
0: You, you know it. It's good. When I, when I worked at HP, I had a laptop screen and a desktop screen and I wanted to do a lot of switching between desktops, so I used Dexpot. That's fantastic software. I love it.
1: Yeah, it is. And, like, you can, you can control it, like, insanely, like you can say how many desktops you want and how it interacts with every other desktop, whether you want Windows on top, it's just great, it's so many You can say, if
0: I start up um, Firefox put it on desktop number 2, if I start Outlook, put it on desktop number 1 automatically, don't Mm. ask me about it
1: yeah, yeah. Look, it's really good. Awesome. Yeah, it's 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 great. I don't know. I'll, I've looked for something similar before because in the back of my mind, always I could remember the Mac has always had that you know different desktop things.
2: And so um, is Linux. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why can't we do it here? But anyway, look at that. Just you have to Google it. I'm not sure what the website is, but it's dexpot. Got the
0: e, I think. I think yeah. it's German.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, but it doesn't. It. Luckily, it's in English, and I could understand how to use it, so it was good. You can,
2: yeah, if you just type in uh, Deskpot, it'll come up. Yeah. Yeah,
1: sweet. Well that's not gonna be a, you're gonna run that no worries, will you have one desktop per video card, won't you? You yeah. already do, but yeah. <laughs> In that machine of yours. He's just well, gonna upgrade them all to four
2: K monitors next. I'm just gonna buy well, I'm just gonna buy another four monitors and just have eight and be done with it. Well actually
0: for um, the HDMI cable can support up to eight K.
2: Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. No. Nice. We only just got stuff that handles four. Hmm. Right. We got uh, some new monitors at work because we had a power surge during that massive storm on the weekend that blew up the monitors on the computer at work. So I finally talked the boss into getting some new ones and we were using, we're still using 15 inch CRTs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so finally convinced him to get new ones. He goes, Oh, 19s, they're big enough. And I went, Well, really?" No. <laughs> so I said, Look, you can buy some 19 inch ones for $189 each or you can go to Officeworks at the moment and buy some 23 and a half inch. Um, Samsung's for, uh, um, I think it Samsung's for 129 bucks at the moment. Mm. And the LCD, uh, LED backlit, they're really nice monitors actually. For that price, why yeah.
1: not? Yeah, well, why not? Why not? All right. Now, look, my first story this week is look, it's one of those ones that, uh, you know, about Facebook and what they, what they show, what they let through, and what they take off. Who's that rubbing their mic?
2: Warlocks blowing into his mic. Oh. Not (laughs) here. So, anyway, so I've
1: had a couple of, I've I've only ever complained to Facebook once, and that was I had some photo that was shared to me, and it was like full on nudity. It was a video, it was just going crazy, and I went, oh, this shouldn't be there. So, I reported it. Yeah, and six months later, I got a message back saying, there's nothing wrong with that. We'll let that through. I'm going, why are you guys kidding me? But, anyway. Anyway, Facebook's refused to mu- remove pictures of this pilot that uh you know that was burnt by ISIS uh whenever it was before now, I just think that uh you know that that should be removed. I can't see why that should stay up there like they they've put that they, they've taken down beheadings and they've let them come back up again and i I don't know I just think there's some stuff that shouldn't be seen. What do you guys think are you like do you say oh look it's free country, free speech? Everything. Let's um. No, I think you know they've
0: had they've had people on there put beheadings and stuff like that as well, and people think free speech. But I think there's a lot of stuff that we really don't want to need to see. If you want to look for that sort of stuff on the internet, fair enough, go look for it. But putting it in a easily shareable place and everyone starts sharing it, and you get to see the the problem with Facebook is you know. Glenn talks to somebody who I've never met. I don't have him on my friends list. I have nothing to do with them but because he commented on their thing, it shows me and I'm like, why do I need to see this thing? But it's a yeah. feature of Facebook. So, it could be, you know, Bob says, oh, I'm sharing this to my mate. He's into this, you know, horror stuff and other people who have nothing to do with it and don't want to see it, it gets pasted on t- to Bob's yeah. Um, Wall or whatever. Screen wall, yeah. and it just shows up in other people's feed for no reason, which is yeah. ridiculous. It's a stupid feature yeah. of Facebook, you know. I don't want to see other people's conversations with stuff that I have nothing, no interest no. in. But they shove it down your face, and then stuff that you are interested in, they filter out to make it better for you.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah, look, it's no good. I don't, I don't, especially this type of stuff. Like, why what, do you want to just start sharing yeah, around other people's but, pain? I mean, and stuff?
2: it's no different than the, you know, she opened the fridge, and you won't believe what happened next. Like. Yeah. Really? I care about that. They're much? actually
0: um, putting in blocks for that you now. They're going to detect stuff from like lee and BuzzFeed and all that crap and automatically filter it out so that you don't get to see it, which is a great yeah, idea because those, you know, trap sites yeah, unless are you're just coming out with sensationalist headlines are like, you know, this man was getting bullied by some people and he did this one simple trick that doctors hate. You won't believe what it was yeah. and your yeah. mind was exploded like mine. <laughs> My head just, you know. The top came off, and all these brains and stuff. Cut. Oh no! Wait, that's
1: <laughs> yeah, it's rubbish. And like you know, that's Facebook. yeah, that's a different story. Facebook does have a minimum age requirement of thirteen, but seriously, you know, there's probably not there's probably younger people
2: out there. I guarantee you there's it? more people on there between ten and thirteen than there probably is from thirteen to thirty. Yeah, and I'd, I'd look, I'd be absolutely um, horrified
1: if I thought that my, one of my kids accidentally came across that sort of rubbish. Like, you know, yeah, that's it's just it. crazy. I'm, I'm talking about the actual video, not the actual the contents of the video. But um you know, it's no good. It's, that shouldn't be there anyway. So that that's that's where that's where we're at on that subject. All right. Thanks for starting on a downer. <laughs> yeah. <no> yeah. We <laughs> right. got nowhere to go but up. <laughs> exactly. That's why that's why that's why we do it. I all don't right. know. <laughs> <laughs> um Jace, what what have you seen? this week.
0: Flying at over 30,000 feet above the earth is increasingly no impediment to phone and internet use and Qantas and Virgin Australia are both working to make that a reality for their passengers. Already more than 20 airlines worldwide have adopted technologies to allow flyers to stay connected throughout their journey. Service provider Mobile On Air revealed the demand had never been higher with 80% of passengers carrying smartphones with 37% of them making use of in-flight networks. Text messaging accounted for 31% of usage and phone calls made up 21%. Mm -hmm. These usage numbers show very clearly that people don't want to switch off at the aircraft door. So, despite uh, scepticism about the compatibility of mobile phones and air travel, in-flight usage was not causing destruction, dis- disruption naysayers had predicted. Millions of people connected in flight on planes last year without a single complaint about noisy phone calls.
1: Yeah, I reckon leave it on. But where does the plane get the Wi-Fi from? Like when it's up? Satellite. So- yeah, okay. Good answer. All right. Well,
2: it depends <laughs> on where they are. They, if they're over land, they can still get signal from the towers, but yeah, once they yeah, go Yeah, the problem is
0: though, with the switch over and handoff between towers when you're travelling at such speeds is very, puts a yeah. lot of work on the towers and it slows everything down, so mm. better to get it from satellite or something.
1: Yeah, right, okay, nice. Yeah, I saw, uh, just keeping with the flight sort of theme there, I saw it was at Alibaba over in China, they're starting to deliver uh, some goods via their drones, Yeah, <laughs> they're having a trial. Drones? Popular these Yeah, they've days. been trying they're
2: that there. for a while. Yeah, yeah every, well, just about every government's banned it.
0: I can't See be one, one guy uh, working for the government accidentally <laughs> got drunk last weekend and flew it into the White House ground. Oh.
2: <laughs> and what irritates me no end is the media doesn't apparently know the difference between a quad, quadcopter and a drone. Yeah.
1: What's the difference? Um, one carries God. a
2: bomb and can nuke you and the other one's okay. carried controlled by some guy's cell phone a little right. webcam
1: <laughs> yeah so course, look for the life of me when, you, when I first started hearing about that people wanting to deliver Amazon delivering books you know via copters or drones whatever you want to call them and pizza Domino's doing pizza deliveries I'm thinking how, what happens when these things crash you know, like they just fall out of the sky. And we well, should... Your pizza's late, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you you someone... get it free because it's late. Yeah,
2: or yeah. well, someone's going to get a free pizza. Or well, well, it runs out of and someone scores, someone scores a free quadcopter. I mean, either way, it's a win win. <laughs> well, yes. you've got a shotgun. That's you what get I've offered. It's all fine and dandy to say, okay, no worries here. Have your pizza. We're delivering it by quadcopter. But once it actually gets there, and the mm. guy just opened his front door, goes, "Oh, screw the pizza. I'm taking the quadcopter." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hijack. Yes. Yeah. So like, oh, oh, when I was over in the US, uh, we went on a flight from San Fran to LA, and they had Wi-Fi. A quadcopter. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. All, all <laughs> fine. Can carry anybody. <laughs> All right,
2: uh, Will, have you got anything for us uh, to digest this week? Mm, yes, sir. As you know, I've been putting up on Facebook about it. The new Raspberry Pi has been released. You love it. Um, for those who don't know, the Raspberry Pi was started a few years ago as just a, a low powered, um, cheap, uh, I guess, prototyping sort of style board, but it ended up being a lot more than that. It could play games, it could do videos, all that sort of stuff. Fairly low spec, you know, low end cigarette packet size sort of deal, right? The new one is uh, is pretty insane. The new specs on the new one's just been released, the Raspberry Pi 2. It's now a 900-meg quad-core um, processor, Cortex-A7, uh, which was up from a single-core 700-meg before. Uh, it's got 1 gig of SD RAM, which previously only had 512. Um, it's obviously it's backwards compatible. It's the same form factor. It's got a 10100 Ethernet, 40-pin uh, input-outputs. Uh, it's got four-by-USB slots instead of the two the previous one had. Uh, It's got four-point stereo, uh, full-size HDMI port, HDMI port. Um, It's got various bits and pieces. It uses a micro SD slot instead of a uh, full SD card that the other one used, which was obviously a good way to save time. And the best part about the new one, for those who care, is it will run Windows 10. Nice. Very good. Um, It's quite powerful. There's already a lot of sites out there at the moment toting it for server usage. Mm. uh and for wow. uh, things like that because it is so small and such low power it's run off USB port so it uses 5 volts new uh what's it called the new operating system the new noob noob called noob which is um is right in front of me and I've completely misplaced the story um it runs on where is it oh dang, damn it i had it there highlighted so I could go to exactly what it stands for <laughs> but um Hang on, let me see if I can find it. No, it's not gonna let me do it. But yeah, it runs a new version. Or well, they've updated all the software to to cope with the multi core and things like that. So right. it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be great. I've I've still I've got the original Pi. Um it's downstairs as a MAME box now for my um <laughs> my arcade machine I'm building down there. New so. out of box software. How do you but find
1: it, can you still can you still get MAME, can you?
2: Yeah. Yeah absolutely. Yeah, right. And it runs. I mean, it runs. The thing's powerful enough to quite easily run PS2 games.
1: And when you say it's powerful enough to be a server, what, How powerful? To, what? So it can be like a little Linux. The server new or one, yeah,
2: yeah. The new one they're touting. Um, there's actually some people, even with the previous one, just had massive racks full of these things, just acting as servers, yeah, especially right. for VM and and things like that, business service, that sort of stuff. <laughs> Unreal. Um, but the new one, obviously, being Very much cool. more powerful. You don't
0: need to cool them down and run them too yeah, much. Yeah, and in being five volts, they stuff. don't use any power. Yeah. Use flash, flash uh, memory for. They're the actually hard really types.
2: good. They're good for um, in-car um, computer systems and onboard entertainment systems and stuff like that too, because they are such low power and they're so small. They're fantastic to throw on a car and, and use for that sort of stuff as well. You could
1: build a little device and you can put one in like a handheld mame game.
2: Yeah. Well, that's what them. I'm doing. down Downstairs, I'm actually making a um, a proper wall cabinet, like about the same size as what uh, the Simpsons or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles four-player ones used to be. Yeah, okay. Um, so I'm actually making one of those, and it's using that as the main encoder. I've actually bought. Proper arcade joysticks and buttons, and running through a USB emulator and everything. So right,
1: yeah, nice work. Because I remember Mame, I was doing oh what nineties, wasn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. I've yeah, yeah yep. I, th- I think I've still got Mame thirty two. Is that I suppose it's progressed since then, or was it not really? That's where it stopped. <laughs> it doesn't need it
2: to because it plays the arcade games. Yeah. yeah, it's more compatibility now, but it's still the same. It's got flashy front ends and stuff like that now, but it's still the same software. Yeah, because I, I
1: still you got to buy the ROMs now. Before they used to just download them. Technically, and you always billy. had to buy them. You got, got to buy,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> quotes, buy them, <laughs> right? Unless right. you bought a board can that had the Buy ROM them on it. from eBay, <laughs> or buy them from a website. <laughs> yeah. We could buy them <laughs> from BitTorrent.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, if if you ever had um, a board, see, the idea was the old boards were dying, mm. so a lot of people still had the old cabinets, and they wanted ways to play the old games. <laughs> well, the concept was that they could take the ROM burn the ROM, and play their game on the emulator. Yeah. And, of course, it, it, it spread from that. But that's sort of the original intent behind it.
0: Mm. Plus you want to preserve all the old games and technology from back in the
1: day. Yeah, look, I think mm. the, one of the only games I haven't got, uh, probably maybe I should go and get back into it, is Phoenix. I remember I used to like that game. That was great fun. Yeah, but anyway. Lager, Galaxian. Yeah, I think I got a couple of those. Yeah, yeah they're all good. Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah, Ladybug, all that sort of stuff. For well, there's, Alex, a, there's, a another, there's another topic for your old fart geeks the main games. You guys love it. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a
0: great podcast. I've, that's, I've heard of that one. Yes, yeah, yeah. a couple of guys talk popular stuff. on YouTube,
1: number one <laughs> <laughs> with a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, well, tell us about it while you're, while you're there, Jace,
2: old fart geeks. And yeah, I normally broke it. You can have a go this
0: time. <laughs> off Art Geeks is our show about retro technology and computing and uh, technology over the years. We get a lot of our stories from uh, Tom Merritts um, his- this week uh, in history, tech history. And we just go through each of those and discuss each of the concepts and things that have happened and add on our own point of view and our own tilt to it. And
2: fact uh, check time. the stories. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and Will comes up with all this stuff, and some of it's even real. Yeah, yeah. good stuff.
1: And you can find that on iTunes or YouTube, I guess. Very That's good. It, yeah, and all and video the, or audio, and the Aussie Tech Radio, of course. Exactly. uh, AussieTechRadio.com.au, 24-7 shoutcast. Just jump on in whenever you want. New shows every Friday. You'll love it. All right. Who said
2: segues can't be smooth? Yeah, (laughs) that's
1: right. (laughs) Well, Well, I can
0: do a segue from before you were mentioning that uh, the new Raspberry Pi on Windows 10. Have you guys tried it?
1: No. Oh, Windows Windows 10, 10, you mean? Windows 10. Uh, Yeah, I've briefly... Tried it. I didn't mind it. Uh, I didn't do too much with it, but uh, yeah, I loaded it up. Looks pretty nice. Um, probably yeah, a few builds like, beyond.
0: It's um, kind of like my Windows 8.1 with the classic start menu. Only they also have their live tiles in your uh, yeah. pop-up menu. Well,
2: mm. well, yeah, look, I
1: don't think. Oh god.
0: And they got rid of that stupid charms crap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's
2: very hard to. <laughs> it's very hard to give it an accurate. Speed rating, because obviously using it through a VM is going to be slower, but it does seem pretty quick even running through VM. Yeah, yeah it did for me too.
1: Yeah, oh, good. Well, if it's quick, we'll, we'll get it. And we'll, we'll, get, we'll probably everyone's going to get it, aren't they? Because it's free if you've got Windows
2: 7. And... <laughs> pretty much.
1: <laughs> so, look, I've got a little story here while we're going on with Can that. you finally upgrade your Vista? Oh, look, I've still got a couple of copies of Vista. Does anyone want them? I think I might have three. why? I might have three. Going cheap. Now, um, There's a reason for that. <laughs> now, while we're talking about mame and all that, you know, coding from yesteryear, how about what about um, teaching your kids to code? How good would that be? Now, Scope IT education—you would have heard Frank last week talk about it. He's offering a business opportunity, and that's what he does. This opportunity is to—it's your own little business. Go around to the primary schools and teach the young kiddies to code. Instead of playing squishy bird and squashy frog, they can code their own. He's up. Think. He's hip.
2: He's down <laughs> with the full one. I reckon. On the the, what, they're frog. an up-and-coming game to have. Yeah, he's Squishy Frog on
0: my VZ200. <laughs> you know, it had the cars go across and you hop across the I road. Think,
2: and I the think here. most people refer to that as Frogger. But anyway, they're ah, the one. Wolves. isn't it? There's a
1: Squishy Bird and all that. Well, yeah. So, um, yeah. So look, it's a great little opportunity. It's uh, new to this to Australia. It's it's um it's been curricularized and all that sort of stuff. So they've built proper curriculum and all that. Uh, they give you all the help that in the world to get get you started and get you in and making some coin. So, uh, and I was just talking to, and just to show you that it is, uh, it, it's, yeah, it's a sought-after service, I suppose, is uh, that, look, I was just talking to Warlock before the show and he, he's he got a little girl, what's six, uh, in, what did you say? You, how old is she? She's primary school age. And uh, you, I, sat, you sat down with her and taught her to code a bit and got some apps up on the yep, on Java the Java and we did uh, app in um, Lua. Right, and she found it all right? She, she liked it? She enjoyed,
0: yeah. We yeah. had a lot of fun and we created our own sound effects and she drew all the graphics for the game. I digitized them into the computer. We did sound effects, came up with ideas for power-ups and things that you collect and stuff like that. It was great.
1: Yeah, right. And that was, did you uh, do iOS? I can't remember what you said. Yep. Yeah, iOS, right. And did you throw it, you threw it on the App Store? It's there now, Yep. Oh, still there. Good stuff. Yep. And, uh, Fairy yeah. Defense.
0: What is it? Fairy defence. Oh, you right. have to defend your fairy against I I said, the dragon who's trying to breathe fire on her.
1: Right.
2: Well, Is I it free? I thought they said, I thought I said bury, the, bury the fairy. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> is, is it free? Yes.
1: Oh, I'm going to download it then. <laughs> Get it out. <laughs> Our Look stock's out. last. How quick, pump it up.
0: Pump the up quick. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. In Dolby <laughs> Surround, where available. available. No.
1: All rights reserved. Yeah,
2: if your iPhone has Dolby Surround... <laughs>
1: Yeah, so that's, um, so that's how it goes. Everyone, all the kids, they're all getting into it. They love it. So if you think that that might uh, be something that you'd be interested in, yeah, go and have a chat to Frank. Get his contact details off the scopeiteducation.com.au website. And we thank Frank and Scope IT Education for their support of the show. All right. Where are we going to now? Let's go, I don't know. Jace, you must have something else. Yeah,
0: Fitbits, wearables, call them what you will. Just don't expect your wearable fitness tech- technology to you know, actually make you fitter. The theory is that you strap a Fitbit or jawbone up or equivalent device to your wrist. The ability to monitor your sleep, exercise, regimen, etc. encourages you to then pursue a healthier lifestyle. But a new piece of research kind of debunks that connection. Writing in the Journal of the American Medical Association, a research of the University of Pennsylvania found that strapping a rubbery piece of tech to your wrist and recording all the data doesn't necessarily drive behavioral change. Sure, it makes you feel all tacky and fitness-obsessed, but it doesn't actually make you any fitter. The gap between the recording application now that you can challenge your friends, so you start a weekly challenge on Monday and invite up to 10 friends into your challenge group and then you see how many steps they've done for the day and then you try and beat that and then the next day they try and beat you and at the end of the week it tallies up everybody's steps to see who's the winner and then Um, presents them with a little winner icon on there and you get to cheer your friends as they go along. You know, it got me yesterday walking for an hour and a half through the bush just so that I could beat a friend of mine at work and we got this friendly rivalry going on (laughs) now. So he'll send a message in our group. He's like, ha ha, Warlock, you know, I got another 5,000 steps on you. So then at lunchtime and... Every break that I have during the day at work, I go around around the block at work or head across the bridge to South Bank and then run up and down there and then back to the office. I'm like, Okay, I got two thousand ahead of you, so he's like, Right, I'm going down to Coles and
2: Yeah. You tried just sitting there and putting it in the paint mixer.
0: <laughs> That'd get him defeats the purpose, but it's certainly getting me out <laughs> and getting fit, you know. Doing yeah. like um Ten to 15,000 steps a day which you set as your personal goal. Mine used to be 10 but I've moved it up to 15 now because 10 wasn't enough, I was hitting that goal too easily. But it's just the motivation of going against friends, we'll sit in the office and go, ah. Oh. Jason's friend in Brisbane has just clocked another 10,000 steps, so we'll cheer her on, but now it's time for us to mm. get another 15,000 so that we can beat her, and it's actually pushing us and doing really well. Yeah, oh, that's excellent. And now, and
2: if only I had some friends that might work perfectly. for
1: you. <laughs> So this is the Fitbit, Jace, that you got. Is that right? Hey. Sorry, was that, Glee? This is the Fitbit that you've got. Yep, yeah, mine's
0: cool. the Fitbit 1. I can show you that little fellow there. Oh, yep. Yeah. When All you right. turn on the screen, you can see... Oh, yes. Uh, how many steps have done today? 9,397. You've got 11 flights of steps covered, nice. 6.93 kilometers, uh, 2,275 2, calories. Wow. And then the next one is your flour, which will grow the more activity you do. <laughs>
1: nice work. Good which stuff. Is great. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Now, I've just had a text. Hello, Eric. He's, listening. He's watching us live from Hong Kong. So, how's that going? So I think he's on his I way home. I felt on. my ears burning.
2: <laughs> it's funny, Fitbits are still 100 bucks.
0: So, um, yeah, yeah they you... keep bringing out new ones. My daughter got the Fitbit charge for Christmas and it's got a little uh, clock on it and it looks like a mini watch, so they're great. Your microphone's mm. buying up too. We're locked on to buy a new headset. I've uh, muted that several times and the noise has still been going while I'm muted, so I don't think that's right. Yeah. So your computer's
2: exploding then? <laughs>
1: yes. So uh, if you want to watch us live, uh, do the show, you can, like Eric's doing it right this second. Uh, You can just go to au forward slash live. And it is uh, Thursday night's Queensland time, 7.30, from 7.30. So jump in and have a a look.
2: Yeah, any time from 7.30. Don't expect us to actually be there at (laughs) 7.30.
1: No, from 7.30. But there'll be some sort of stream by at least 7.40. 8.30. No, no. Well... (laughs) Pretty much, we we turn the stream on at around seven thirty, seven thirty five, something like that. But anyway, even if there's nothing there, it's just an empty
2: picture. There'll be something happening.
1: There'll be something there. You can you can <laughs> hear Will making fart noise under his arm or something. You know what? That's what Will does when he's when he's off yeah, camera. Yeah, <laughs> so I make those with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now uh, look, something to do with your Fitbit, uh, Kogan. He's uh Memel Kogs, You know Kogs. He's, uh, he's expanding from technology into groceries, of all things. He's gone mm. into sporting equipment. Uh, he, he's going down the same health track as, as Jace. there. Kogan has launched home delivery grocery service called Pantry. And another example of a, yeah, he's trying to reduce his reliance on technology sales. Now, a total of 600 supermarket items are available on Pantry, including bread. brands like Dove, Colgate, Palmolive. That's oh, all soap. Uh, Pring- <laughs> Pringles Powerade Gillette And Heinz. So uh, Kogan's move Beyond consumer electronics As I said Is also into the sporting goods And now Roslyn Kogan Was last year In the top 200 BRW's rich list In Australia So he's doing alright Estimated worth About 320 mil That's not bad He can afford to Branch out in a few Little different um, Spaces Can't he
0: And then oh. I talk to the guys At work I'm like "What You guys ever got anything From Kogan They're like Who's that What Never yeah. heard of Kogan. Like oh, are you computer techie geeks or what?
1: <laughs> yeah, because through the week I put up on the Facebook page he was Kogan was selling some SSDs, and they were pretty good prices. But like I don't know if you have you ever bought anything from him? Like, yep. Yeah, a couple got of
0: things. my uh, phone from him. And that well, LG G three, um, wow, thirty two gig. You can only get the sixteen gig from any carriers in Australia, but he had the thirty two straight from Singapore, and it was sixty nine dollars cheaper than getting it from Telstra, Optus, or Vodafone. Mm. But he, uh, I yeah. would go for any of the brand stuff. I'm yes, not keen on the like... Kogan branded stuff because yeah, it's but, even cheaper. But that's, no still, than, but that's no different than LG. LG.
2: Yeah, it's like good guys own brand. It's half the price of anything else, but there's a reason it's half the price of anything else. Yeah. All right. Now while uh, Will's just, getting... I'm um I'm going to be shopping here. I was just looking at some of the stuff that's here, and I know for a fact that like there's um where was this other bam I just saw up here? We buy bam to use in the shower and stuff. Obviously, yeah, ninety nine cents instead of six bucks. Oh wow, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, right. Hang on, if I zoom out a smidge more, you're probably able to see that. Who cares if yeah. it works? So yeah, <laughs> it's um yeah, well I mean it's bam, it's you know mm. it's watered down, old, but you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's yeah. A pretty good, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Because I think, uh, yeah, some of those cheap shops, you know, like the $2 shops and everything, they, they'll they get uh, this brand name stuff in there for really cheap. So is that just, it must be different sizes or must come um, imported
0: yeah, from another. country? usually a stock you... that someone's going out of, out of business. Yeah, or, or, or it's from Vietnam
2: or something and you cheap. see it's right. the front's English and the back's Vietnamese or something. Yeah. Oh, they
0: still have real branded stuff there. Mm. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: All right, William, have you got any other things tonight?
2: Um, I do, but I'm looking at Kogan. All right, well, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's okay. He's getting there's... very excited by Kogan. Yeah, there's some <laughs> that rustling <laughs> guy's a bit of a race. Right. Some yeah. very interesting things. Love that beard. Um, this he... is the story I was trying to find when you were talking about um, look like Kogan. Flights before. Yeah. Um, BitPoz, which is part of Bitcoin. Um, is now using well sorry, Webjet is now accepting Bitcoin. As payment for your flights, hmm. um, and it is part of um, you know part of BitPos, which is like your Fpos way of doing it. Um, customers on online travel agent Webjet can now book holidays without opening with their wallets so after the company became the first Australian company to accept Bitcoin. That's not true, um, but anyway, customers can purchase travel deals using the cryptocurrency story. in their smartphones. The so payment option is being trialled on Webjet um, holiday package. Um, the global travel booking website, and the soon could be introduced to flights, accommodation, and insurance. WebG just teamed up with the Australian Bitcoin startup BitPoz uh, to help develop in the payment process for its WebG exclusives. So, yeah. Is BitPoz the um, one that's
0: installing all the ATMs in Australia for Bitcoin?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's bloody crazy.
1: I don't know what people do with the Bitcoins when they
2: got them. Like, what's Webjet going to do with them?
0: Collect them and wait till they go up in value like any other currency and then sell them. Well, like, at
2: the moment, see, it's a very volatile currency still because it was mm-hmm. in 2013, it was over $1,200 per Bitcoin. Mm. Now, currently, as of Wednesday, it was 230 Can you log in to WebJet
1: and see how much a flight costs you, how many Bitcoins it costs? What is it that a, it must say how much Bitcoins? It would, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, while you're doing that, Will, let me go on to. Uh, this other one here, this is one, Jace that you should uh, yeah. take, take heed because it's, it's coming for you. Uh, entire websites have, uh, now are being locked for ransom. So I've had ransomware on our computers, but now it looks like the ransomware is filtering its way into websites uh, that were on hosting services and stuff. So this security firm, High Tech Bridge, has identified a new type of threat that's similar to the concept of ransomware. So, but what happens is it gets into the database. So what they do is the, the little little nasty people they'll get in there and they'll put like an encryption code on uh, certain fields in the database or whatever, like CryptoLocker. Yes, but then they just sit back, twiddle their thumbs, have a game of cards, couple of beers. Six months later. You know, Well, your site, you're going along fine, your site's backing up, it's just going fine, nothing wrong, nothing wrong, happy days, happy days. And then they take the encryption key away, six months later, bang, site's no longer working. And, because, and, and the reason why they do this in length of time, like six months. Backups. Yes, right, because all the backups that you're doing day after day, week after week, month after month, they're all being deleted as, as new backups are being taken. So therefore, you know, once you get to, say, six months, like well, you might you might maybe have a working copy of your backup uh, of your website from, say, six, six months, months ago. ago or last year. Yeah. Uh, but that's so much data. that, And if it's a, relying on a database, it's potentially a huge amount of data that you might not be able to get. So um, according to some reports, you know, $50,000 is the ransomware. Sometimes it's $1,000. But it's terrible. Like, this is crazy. Uh, Keep your
0: WordPress, its plugins, themes, and Joomla, and its plugins and themes all up to date at all times. But um, it's still going to be a possibility.
1: Yeah. So, like, this is uh, look. Hopefully, I'll never see anything like this. But um, yeah, you'd be screwed, wouldn't you? Like, how how do you get around this sort of stuff? But, um, but uh, yeah. But anyway, I'm just trying to read here to see if there's any more any more guts in this story. But some um,
0: security firms going to. Um, Analyze it, reverse engineer it, and make some money on selling unlockers.
1: <laughs> right, but really,
0: I mean, for CryptoLocker, there's a website where they do it for free for you. But um, mm. yeah, I don't somebody's know. going to. I mean, how many companies have monetized viruses? The whole company mm. runs a million-dollar company thanks to viruses.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. You just got to try and uh, yeah, don't get it. Keep as Jay said, keep everything up to date. Just make it all. Where would Norton's be without viruses? Yeah, well, if you're going to do a backup, what would well, you, well yeah, well, you can't. can't you? I was going to say make two, but that's not going to fix it. it would make any difference? But no, no. Oh dear, oh, dear. All right. Uh, will any luck with Webby yet? We're going to go back to flat file. <laughs> Thanks.
2: Why not? It's um, it's bizarre. It's telling me I can. Yeah, I'll get I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> All right,
1: um, Jace, did you have any more stories? Sure do.
0: As it looks to expand globally, Netflix's CEO has spoken about how it plans to make international flavours of the service as strong as the United States and what he believes the standard of internet needs to be. Speaking at Netflix's Q4 earnings results call, Netflix CEO Reed Hastings confirmed his company's intentions to snap up global rights to TV shows rather than on a country-by-country basis. We had the vision to start to figure out how to get global rights for some of the content by moving up the food chain, he said. We have been pushing on that dimension where we can get the global rights and we don't have to go country by country across 200 countries but instead can provide the producer upfront money, guaranteed money and great access. By doing this, Netflix hopes to end people using VPNs and DNS spoofing methods. Who would do that? I don't know anyone who would do that. No. (laughs) To (laughs) To access the US side in areas like Australia by giving everyone the same content. It's not clear how many Australians currently use a backdoor method to access the service, with some believing it's up to 200,000. An ex spokesman told... Us that currently they don't block Australian credit cards in case they're being used by Aussies living in the US. Quite legitimately. Netflix will launch in Australia in March. Hooray! With what will initially be a lacklustre lineup, missing key shows like Orange's New Black and Better Call Saul, which Foxtel's Presto and Fairfax Nine own, Stan have the rights to,
1: respectively. Now, Foxtel has uh, has dropped because they own part owners in Presto that Foxtel's bringing out broadband. You'll be able to sign up for broadband. the internet through yep. them. All this time um, that Murdoch's been,
0: we don't want broadband in this country. Tony, don't let them get broadband. Get rid of that stupid uh, <laughs> NBN thing. Oh, wait. I've got to have to compete with Netflix. Let me release Presto. Oh wait, everybody yeah.
1: needs broadband. <laughs> Quick, get everybody broadband now. I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so Fox Hill's bringing in broadband, and uh, so Presto. No surprising, no surprises here that they've said. Foxtel said, well, they're going to drop. There's no c- data counting or whatever they call it. They're not metering data. Uh, if you're watching the Presto, which is supposed to be something like an hour TV show about a gig, something like that, because it's a probably well, high definition. I've got unlimited
0: TPG. We stream Netflix
1: all day, no problems. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, that's about all for that one. Telstra, which is ha- yeah, so Telstra, which also owns part owner of Fox, still hasn't announced whether it'll also offer uh, special special little. We well, you know it'll be coming. But supplied by Telstra anyway, right? Mm. But I was going to say, with the Apple TVs, if you've, anyone's got those, there's a couple more little additions. I don't know if you've seen the Cricket app on the Apple TV. That's got a few little good no, things we on we got there. our
0: Apple TV US, so it'll stream Netflix.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was only thinking about that the other day. Like You're probably going to have to have two, wouldn't you? Because so, obviously all these things are going to start coming out on the Australian one.
0: Yeah, well, here's the thing. I haven't been on the show for a while, but I um, ended up my um – being down in Melbourne now, I've got friends coming over. They bring their kids over and the kids say to my daughter, geez, your dad's got a little TV, hasn't he? Because I only had a 26-inch <laughs> LCD for the last eight years. And so I went, stuff it. I went out and got a 50-inch uh, big screen. <laughs> I'll take those um, little whippersnippers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, because I thought, oh, well, I'll give the um, small one to my daughter, 26 inches okay for the bedroom, and I wasn't using my Apple TV. And it's certainly an Apple TV too, so it only does 720p, which is you know, fine resolution mm. for yeah. watching anything. So I put the Apple TV in there, configured it to the Netflix, and she can watch 720p on that TV in the room with the kids, and the adults can watch, you know, 1080p in the lounge room on the big screen.
1: Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Everybody yeah. yeah. hippie. So the other, other little app that's on the Apple TV now is 10Play. So it's, yep. it is much better than the app on the phone trying to send it to the TV, let me tell you, because I hated <laughs> it. But uh, all those apps, jump in on Channel 9 and uh, the 7, they're rubbish. They are crap. Like if you're yep. trying to send it to an Apple TV or something, they need to have a look at themselves. Go and hire some decent people or something. The only one that's but,
0: worth having is ABC iView so you can watch Doctor
1: Who on your big TV. Yeah, now, yeah, iView works pretty good uh, all, all around, app and to Apple TV. But yeah, 10Play, it's good. It's, um, oh, look, I'll tell you what, like, because we've been watching, and I know you probably laugh, but we've been watching the, uh, I'm a celebrity to get me out of here. And it's, and because <laughs> like, we've been watching it on 10Play. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, don't have to laugh. And so, so we've been watching on 10Play and like, it's just, it's high def. I think it's actually a better picture than streamed on channel 10. Well, yep. I, th- I think it's I high, so. high deaf, you know. And anyway, so we're watching on that, it's a night behind on the 10 play because it, you know, they wait till it airs before they put the next episode up. But because it's so easy, we're just watching it when we want the next night and without any ads. Or there's a couple of ads, but not as bad. Or you can fast forward them even. But yeah, yeah. so that's... that's you, can, you can
0: start watching it at 5 or you can watch yeah. it at 10 whenever you want to watch yeah, it. It's yeah, it's pretty good.
1: Now, William, I see you've
2: got something on the screen there. Yep, uh, going through you got to actually go through the checkout process and everything um, before it will uh, let you see what the deal is with the bitcoins. Um, but as you can see, what hand, what happens there is it ends up giving you a this is a ninety nine dollar package as you can see down the bottom there, the, or nine hundred ninety nine dollar travel package. Three hundred. Once half you go bitcoins. through the once you go through the checkout, it gives you the option of how you want to pay. You click on on bitcoins. It brings you to the screen, gives you a five minute countdown, gives you the uh, Q code. Um, to scan, which goes obviously through your your bitpaws or whatever it is, and comes straight out of your account. It's three and a half. So at the moment, the bitcoins are down. They're only worth 250 bucks or something, or 300 bucks. Um, so, but yeah, you just scan that and you instantly pay for it. There's no paperwork. There's no transfers. There's no remembering remembering passwords and usernames. You just go and wow. scan it with your app and you're done. So how many bitcoins did you say? Three. Three and a half. Yeah, so that's pretty expensive then. You can three see it's pretty. Three
0: point five pre- three eight two eight seven one that's seven right. zero. That's It's very specific. Pi. Like they should make it by three point one four. I can so do that, forty decimal places. I'm not. It's a, it a
2: very specific amount of bitcoins. Like it's, it's not my, like a dollar fifteen. You know, it's it's right. super specific. But something. um, yeah, it's it's either going to cost you a thousand bucks or that much in bitcoins. five so.
0: seconds left, dude. Hurry up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So oh, actually, I'm just curious to see what happens. If you don't, does it time out? It does. There you go. No, just your Bitcoin auto. Bitcoin session's expired. It just so, auto, auto charges good idea your credit card. It means, if, it means that um, it sends you the email link and you've got to confirm your email. So it gives you five minutes once you've confirmed to do it. And then it goes, well, you obviously didn't really want it. <laughs> <laughs> you were just toying so, with us. Just toying.
0: You're just doing it
1: for that tech podcast. Yeah, now, that's right. Look, another couple of quick little Microsoft stories I've got here. Oh, remember the good old uh, RT device, Surface RT, finally dead and buried. Try to forget him. Yeah, if it wasn't already, Microsoft's confirmed it will not upgrade the RT, thank goodness, to its no. new Windows 10 operating system, and instead will only offer limited functionality upgrades to the uh, to that OS. The company specifically excluded Windows RT and uh, RT 8.1. The, you didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> in the fine print. Look, I feel so bad for people if anyone out there listening has got an RT. I do know someone that's got I oh, R. I don't sucked in, its your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not really. Like people don't know, you know. It's
2: a Microsoft product. How could you not know they would stop supporting it after
1: three weeks? Yeah, but it was they tried <laughs> to be like the iPads, you know, with their own little OS, but it just didn't work, did it? Uh, Microsoft is committed to supporting Windows 8.1 for the same period of time as the x86 version of the operating system, uh, which will supposedly end uh, with the end of support for 8.1 in October 1st,
2: 2023. x86 version. Who wrote that? Seriously?
1: <laughs> Who X8...
2: uses that terminology anymore? Oh, it's everywhere.
1: <laughs>
2: Don't it's... Use it. You still so, use it so familiar, you never even notice it anymore. Well, that's right. Oh, I didn't know. I just <laughs> you just know what it is.
1: Now, where's me other? Oh, <laughs> Microsoft, Microsoft gives away Office on Android tablets. Word, Excel, PowerPoint applications are available for free on Android. So whoopee doos. Yep, they are, and also Outlook email is now available on the iPhone, iPad. Now, I think we've also we've mentioned that before because I remember Eric saying that he didn't like it. That's good, another one for me to support at work. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Annoyingly, as big as the Note 3 is, it doesn't classify as a tablet, so I can't get it on here. But I do have um, two Samsung Galaxy tabs, and I've got Office on both of those. Hear that. So. <laughs> so,
1: you, um, yeah, that's, that's good, Will. <laughs> Great. Well, well, it's free, I
2: figured, Might as well download it. Makes it makes well. it easy, like, because um, Sony's stuck on, bloody, 365 at work. And, yeah, okay. um and it's the, only, it's the easiest way to convert stuff to something usable is to just email it to yourself then use the tablet to convert it to a normal, yep. um, a normal document that everybody else can actually read.
1: Mm.
2: All right. <laughs> now, uh, Will, what else have you got? you got anything else? You see, we're all talking about uh, phones and, and things like that. Um, the Moto X has been on pre-sale for a week in China and it has sold over a million pre-sales. <laughs> A million, in less than a week. Yeah, um, no, which I mean, it's a 5.2 inch Android smartphone, high-end device. Uh, it runs Lollipop and all that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, it's 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 only been in pre-order. Not even actually, you can't even get your hands on it yet. And um, yeah, the millions, the millions, already been pre-sold. Yeah, wasn't it? Didn't Apple sell hundreds of millions in the
1: last quarter or something over there in China? Is that all? Oh, that was crazy! I think last week we went through a couple of the stats. Well, I think their profit was something like seventy-four billion for the quarter. Yeah. Like, just yeah, just loose change, isn't it? Just loose change. But it's um, it's
2: funny talking about China that um, Samsung, its biggest headache isn't Apple. Its biggest headache is actually China, um, yeah, right. because obviously China, yeah, sort of Don't isn't like really known for its obeying. You know, copy. Um, Trademarks and things like that. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of ripoffs out there. Samsung can't uh,
1: complain. not they? they? They're not known for obeying trademarks either, are they? <laughs> like, <laughs> except the ones that they and then and, and <laughs> Apple ripped
2: off. Yeah. Um, but basically, that's what's hurting at the moment. There's a lot of phones on the Chinese market that are exactly the same as Samsung's. For um, some, something like. Um, 86 out of the 86 million Samsungs shipped in the in the current quarter. So a better example is probably previous quarter where it was more. But let's say 86 million in the current quarter. Um, of registered Samsungs according to the Android operating system, there's actually only six percent of those are actual Samsungs. <laughs> Unreal. (laughs) Yeah, they're struggling a bit there. That's why they've been. And whilst we're talking about China, Hmm. everyone's familiar with the Great Wall of China, the Great Firewall of China. Oh, yes. Now has a website, Um, GreatFirewallOfChina.org. The Chinese government has launched a stronger, smarter censorship apparently uh, wall, which is more difficult to scale and circumvent than ever before. Um, It's reported by that. The upgrade has blocked a lot of the virtual machines and a lot of the backdoors that they were using to get into things like Facebook, Twitter, Google, and YouTube. Yeah, right. Um, there's a lot of email services like Gmail that have been blocked. Uh, Hotmail has been blocked. Um, I just want to go online. Basically, alone. there's a, The internet's been blocked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, most of the internet's been blocked. Um, <laughs> there's actually now a website that's been set up, which is the great firewall of China.org. You can actually go there and type in a website address and see if it's actually been blocked yeah right um so yeah but they've they've just bumped that up um, so and now the Chinese government's introduced new regulations for international businesses seeking to operate in the country a twenty two page outline is handed to the companies uh who want to start setting up in China who aren't actually owned by chinese other companies hmm. that's not the that's not the paper that's just an outline twenty two pages of of just outlines of things that you have to do. Not, what was the not address the of
0: that um, Great Firewall of
2: China website? Greatfirewallofchina.org. Yeah, well, will say. Click, it, click it, it. Yeah, it's that good. <laughs> ben, yeah. It's blocked. It's blocked. <laughs> they blocked <them. laughs> the book. It's firewall If I went back.
0: Oh, we got was China got rid of it.
1: I'll go back to the Google search
0: because that was. The domain is marked as inactive. For more information, contact your hosting provider.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Hang on. Let's go. You can't get in. It's gone. You can't get in. (laughs) They firewalled the firewall with a firewall. (laughs) Please (laughs) don't. Please
0: don't. Oh, dog. I heard you you like firewalls, so I firewalled your firewalls so you can firewall while your firewall.
2: (laughs) That's it. They're firewalls. Oh, well, there you go. So apparently apparently that site's been blocked as well. Mm. Um, Oh, well. But, Such is uh, life. Yeah, so China's, China's gone gangbusters. Um, a couple other stories quickly related to phones is that the Android 5.1 Lollipop has been pushed out over the last couple of days. It was just basically a quiet release. Um, great.
0: I've had it for weeks.
2: Yeah, over the air. <laughs> yep, um, over the air install. And it hasn't my been, my there's been no it official announcement, taxes. but um, the 5.1 has been coming out over the last couple of weeks for most people, uh, especially Nexus 5, Nexus 6, Nexus 9. dg um, 3 If you've got things like that, it'll be heading into your device in the next few days. So, yeah, it's it's just a um, sort of a... They're not really publicized. It's not really a, a game changer. It's just you know, tidying the operating system up a bit. And KitKat is now running on 40% of Android devices. Oh, wow. Um, according to the latest statistics. So version 2.2 was Froyo. It's running on 0.4 of the devices still in use. Um, 2.33 to 2.37 is running on 7%. That was gingerbread. 4.03, 4.04 was ice cream sandwich running on 6%. 4.1, 4.0 or or jelly bean, which was 4.1, 4.2, 4.3 is running on uh, in total about 35% of the devices still. Uh, Kit Kat's still running on 40% and lollipop is just starting to creep in at 2%. Mm. So... It's all starting to happen. Good stuff, Will.
1: Now, the best. That's it. We're done for the rest. of The week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look. The there's a site that was taken down. It's up and down like no one's business, and it's not the Great Wall of China firewall. Uh,
2: it's, it's the
1: Microsoft.com. It's the good Pirate old Bay. Pirate Bay. It's relaunched. A month after being taken off, You know, it
2: never went away, right? They just changed the... They just forwarded a pirate... You couldn't go to Pirate Bay anymore. If you Googled Pirate Bay, it went to, like, torrent.piratebay.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to the
1: Pirate Bay when I read the story that it was down, and it was down. It yeah. um it didn't work. But anyway, like, there's a message on there. It looks like it's fully packed up and going. There's a message from Winston, so obviously he's one of the dudes there looking after Winston it. with a Y. Ooh, so he goes... um. Oh, it's just weird. Yeah, so it's obviously tongue-in-cheek. So we first stitched the trackers, we got rid of the torrents, then we left the servers to, the, to enter the clouds. Now we're about to take the biggest step in our history. But then it goes on, and it's just obviously rubbish. Uh, it goes on, talks about in cooperation with Russian, Israeli, and Japanese neuroscientists. We are developing a device that will embrace your entire mind. <laughs> Using laser projection directly onto the retina, it'll no longer be your resolution, but hundred percent. Using a simple plug-in into the brain, you'll no longer be able to see and hear a movie, a game, or whatever it is. You, game or whatever it is you want, you'll be able to live it, play the main character, tweak any story in any way you want. So they're um
2: yeah. This is the this is the website I was telling you about. Um, it's, it basically says the Pirate Bay, Pirate bay has been blocked in, in numerous countries. This is um, proxy proxybay.info. <laughs> And what it is, is it is a... that second one? Uh, German automaker BMW has just fixed a floor, just a, a little, a little floor. Oh, they fixed
0: the floor. What about the roof?
2: <laughs> in a uh, in a, what's called connected drive software, which was what BMW was using to talk to your phones and mobiles and things like that. Uh, it basically allowed hackers to unlock the car by using their mobile phone. Nice. Um, what it basically was, was that anybody could take your car because the... Bluetooth that it uh, – sorry, the Wi-Fi that it used inside the car has got its own little Wi-Fi transmitter, and it wasn't secure. So the idea was you jump inside the car, then you could jump onto the Wi-Fi and, and go from there. But what was actually happening was if you stood next to the car, then you could hook up to the internal Wi-Fi and go, oh, I'm stuck in the car. Unlock, please. Oh, the car's unlocked. The immobilizer's disabled. Let's just take that. <laughs> um, so you've got this incredibly expensive you know, $2 million BMW that someone can take with their iPhone. Um, So, yeah, so apparently they've patched that and they sent that out in a a quiet update um, (laughs) by telling everybody (laughs) in the internet about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I believe in the uh, old days you could also get into cars using a mobile phone. You know those great big brick ones, the mobile phones? And if (laughs) you threw it at the window hard
1: enough, (laughs) it would do the trick, you reckon?
0: (laughs) You could get into a car with a mobile phone that way. Well,
2: you you, you can actually get into a car using a uh, mobile phone and uh, RF uh, key fob from the house. You can... It'll, it'll transmit, if you hold it next to the phone and press the button, the phone will transmit the signal to the other phone where the car is and it will actually relay the information and unlock the car.
1: I love the good old key fobs.
2: Um, Great. And also, quickly, um, we know how Google was offering, um, you know, they were paying out people who found bugs and flaws and vulnerabilities and things like that and that they could prove it, they would get a payout. Yeah. So basically Google paid out about $4 million which at the end of the day is chump change and it's a really good way of making sure your network secure. What they've done is they've introduced a new grants program that basically um, it's a vulnerability research grants program offering cash to the top security researchers who want to investigate potential bugs even if the flaws turn out to be nothing. The experimental program adds a fourth tier to Google's security rewards program. Um, which basically, unlike other Google's rewards, security researchers will now be able to apply for an upfront award to investigate an issue before they've submitted the bug. It's meant to encourage researchers who invest their time investigating flaws but fail to find an issue. The maximum grant is three and a half grand. Um, which basically you can pretty much say, hey, I found a bug, give me money. Um, obviously, you've got to prove it a little bit, but the idea is that... If you found something you think might be a flaw or a vulnerability, then you can say, hey, look, I need to spend a bit of time on this. Here's what I've got so far. They'll quickly review your work, go, yep, no worries, have three and a half grand, and then you can spend the next couple of days you know, fleshing it out, even Mm -hmm. if it turns out to be nothing. It's better to find out that that, that flaw is not really a flaw than, you know, or if it turns out to be something, then it's only cost you three and a half grand to find it. But I if must... it turns out to be something, you then go to tier two, which is a bigger payout than if you can prove it in the real world, you go to tier one, which is a right. uh, large payout.
1: And you just put on your little, your little submission that you must go to Paris because that is the only place that you'll be able to fix the thing properly.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. That's it. But see, they're like their Chrome bug one, for example, their bounty on the Chrome on the Chrome bugs is fifteen grand. So each each tier of, of bugs has its own sort of um, It doesn't
0: count if you've got a plug in for Adobe because seriously.
2: <laughs> yeah, well that's yeah, exactly. That's why they went to HTML five as we discussed last mm. week. Mm. And on a on a sort of not really news but a fun little uh thing, has anybody seen the Pixel Art Simpsons intro yet? No. I saw you that. Haven't was seen one. that. Yeah. The, no, it's really cool. It's done by a couple of Australian designers, um, and they basically um, they basically sat down and turned the Simpsons introduction to pixel art. Yeah, right. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, you can check it out on YouTube, obviously, but you can see. You know, <laughs> pixel art is not real art. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty so, cool, isn't it? So they it's even th- got the old eight-bit sounds and everything like that. It sounds really awesome. It sounds like uh, uh, it sounds like now somebody actually needs to turn it into a computer game because yeah. it has that sound about it. It's actually really cool. <laughs> Marge looks a bit fat. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that looks pretty. One good. of the
0: kids is wearing an Oculus Rift. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's two. Look at that. Unreal. Yeah, they had a little bit of fun with it.
1: Yeah, that's unreal. Oh, we have to go back. We have to watch that in full. Yep. So yeah, cool. Good st- oh, he's, look, he's getting points as he goes in and out. The old Bart yep. man. Yeah. All right, good stuff. <laughs> look, now, my final one quickly is, um, you know, we all love Gumtree. You all go there to get the, the best deals around. But yep. now you can find this deal for $3,000. You can buy a Sydney monorail car. Is that One no, of the no, cars. Grand. Three grand. That's cheap. I know. Harry... Sure. Yeah, it's That's s- what
0: happens on our show too I get all the t- t- tricky ones Give them to Will And he's like Some guy Yeah,
1: done- yeah this guy well, I think it's like You'd have to have a go And say Harry Tsukalis Is selling his 22 22- Harry
2: Zucchini It was Harry Houdini's long lost cousin <laughs>
1: selling his 22 <laughs> He's selling his 22 22- Monorail carriages for three thousand dollars each on Gumtree. Uh, why three thousand? Apparently, that's what they're worth of scrap metal. He said, "Why he's selling them is um, he, does, he doesn't really doesn't want to scrap them." He goes, "Well, it's a part of Sydney, part of history, and he'd rather they go to somewhere I don't know better than be scrapped." You know, he, he you know, so someone might find a use for him. Like Google found a use for him in two thousand and thirteen. They bought two of them. Converted into meeting rooms for the the, hot
0: air balloons to them and gave free internet
1: to everybody in New Zealand. (laughs) And uh, yes, they had to remove the so in the Sydney office, they put them in the Sydney office, uh, converted them into meeting rooms. They had to remove the facade of the building to even be able to fit the carriages in the building. (laughs) Hey, be good to have that much money that little whims you can just fulfill, you know, pull the
0: side off a building, jam a car in,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know. Well, what they would have been better to do, oh, you got a picture, Will. What they would have been better to do. Is, is build a track monorail, 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 monorail. Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> Speaking of the Simpsons! What a great segue. <laughs>
1: yeah, there we go. Yeah, oh, that's you got the actual site up there. Yeah, the yeah, actual gum tree one. He got his phone number, like, ending in seven one seven eight. There you go. Give Give <laughs> Harry a call. Give him a ring. Get the line on the line. Oh,
2: great yep.
1: no, oh, All right, good stuff. The <laughs>
2: internet. Sorry. Good, good one. We'll just Let's as well. Get we'll get another one. Because we're getting out of here. Just I'll up. make up for it later.
1: I'll do that thing I did last time. Ask China. I think they've got a spare one hanging <laughs> around somewhere. You know, they're not using theirs, so I'll just borrow theirs. No. <laughs> I think China's down. The whole of China. We don't need to
0: worry
2: about those IP4 oh, addresses of, running out. One, we just get all the Chinese <laughs> ones and we can use those now. One, one just, hugely major story. I can't believe none of us thought it was super important that we had to mention it. Facebook went down for an hour the other day. Oh,
1: my god. I goodness. thought you were going to
2: talk about that new Gogglebox TV
0: show. That looks awesome. Oh, that right? looks awesome. <laughs> I don't even get the concept of it. What is it? Is it no, just it watch is. people's we'll reactions, reactions while they're watching TV? It's yeah, like no, no. YouTube reactions when you show them some disgusting video or something stupid and then you film the reaction of it put on YouTube, make a gazillion hits and lots of money. They're going to do that for TV shows. Here's Bob and his family watching A Current Affair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, 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 look at Bob. <laughs> Is what I want to know idiot? is why I wasn't asked to put a box on my TV. I mean, come on. Hello. You don't watch TV. You a just. Point. I could have pulled it apart and
1: seen <laughs> what was inside doesn't it doesn't count. <laughs> but, like, is this. They reckon it's a worldwide hit. What do you, yeah.
0: you reckon it's, well, it's a way. worldwide hit? If I was watching nobody... a new show nobody liked, I would call it a worldwide hit, too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they did. I mean, you know, I'm a celebrity. To get me out of here. I mean, look at that. Oh, I love it. Here, yeah, we've got to that. go. Yeah, quick. Let's go. I've got to go watch it. Now. <laughs> All right. Good
1: stuff. Thanks, Walla. Good to see you. Marsha,
2: again. Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, we're not gonna see you next week because you might be working again. But we'll yep. see you um we'll see you in thirty thousand steps time. So it's good night for me and it's good night from him. <laughs> good night. Uh good good <laughs> night, Will. And see it's you. good night from him. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Will we might see you next week?
2: Uh yeah, we'll see how things go, hopefully. <laughs> we will, we will. If he remembers. <laughs> you remember yeah, right. to get in. This, given yeah. I was only talking about it about three hours earlier, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and told me last
0: night, we have to do our shows tonight because the other one's on tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh.
2: yeah, that's right. I did too. You. <laughs> you guys are just podcast junkies. The, yeah. Oh, the, no. Three right. days a week. If only, if only there was some way to make some sort of, I don't know, you know, living Money. from it, it'd be great. Mm. <laughs> well, get those hits up, I suppose. That's all we can hope. That's all Hit me all up. of us can hope. <laughs> all right. right, let's. Uh, Obsidianloft.com.
1: Yes, that's the one. Go What's there. oldfartgeeks.com if, if you're in the yeah. Minecraft, oldfartgeeks and aussitechheads.com.au uh, You
2: already know about that one. You're already here.
1: That's right. You are already here. <laughs> and hope you. hopefully you'll be already here next time we, we're on. All right. So it's uh, once again, it's uh, goodbye from all of us and I hope you have a good week.
2: Bye-bye.